didn't like the Adam Frazier trade. I don't like the Adam Frazier trade. I'm open to someday liking the Adam Frazier trade. But I can tell you this right now. I really like this Clay Holmes trade. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins right where you found this. Ben Charrington was at it again yesterday, sending Clay Holmes to the Yankees, which is always the team you want to be dealing with, for a couple of infield prospects, Hoy Jun Park and Diego Castillo. Park is interesting. Park is uh, a guy that New York fans had been virtually begging the Yankees to play more often. And no matter what he'd do in the minors, he just couldn't find a way to get onto the field in New York. And if you look at the, the way the Yankees' season has gone, it's not because they've been great. He's 25 years old, and he's leading the AAA East League, the 327 batting average, 475 on base, 1042 OPS, 46 walks. Dude is just like a modern-type hitting machine. He finds a way to get on base nearly half the time. And he just could not get a chance in New York. So then the Yankees just give him away, basically, for Holmes, which I'll, I'll get to in a second here. The other player is uh, Castillo. And these guys are... you know. You know, these guys are versatile enough. That's why they're just listed as infielders. That's why I'm not giving a specific position here. Castillo slashing 277, 345, 504 with 11 home runs in double A ball. That's a, that's a pretty nice return for two relief appearances by Holmes. Oh, yes. That's what we're talking about here. I'm totally... Totally convinced of this. When I was out in San Francisco over the weekend covering the Pirates-Giants series, and one of the items that I made repeated mention of in my coverage from out there for DK Pittsburgh Sports was that Holmes was overwhelming. I don't even know where it came from, but I brought it up with Derek Shelton after the first of those two and he agreed completely. He said it was the best we've seen from him in a month. He was throwing 97-98. He was burying the ball. Burying the ball into the dirt, getting really good receiving from both Jacob Stallings and Michael Perez in the process. And he wasn't just getting the Giants out. He was flooring them. Out of all of the good pitching that the Pirates were able to get in taking two out of three out there, nobody stood out like those two innings from Holmes. But guess what, kids? You don't make trades based on that. I am totally convinced that Brian Cashman and his scouts had like some old school 
uh, scouts with their untucked Hawaiian shirts sitting in a stand somewhere at Oracle Park watching this, sending back notes to the Bronx by Carrier Pigeon that, hey, this Holmes fella looks great. We should sign him. We should find a way to get this guy. Wow. Because, you know, Holmes has been in the pirate system for a decade now. I don't know if you realize that. That's how long he's been around since he was drafted. And the hopes have been high for him, maybe irrationally high for him internally for almost as long. No matter how bad things would go, and you might or might not remember that when he first came up, he was getting just annihilated. I mean, it looked like he wasn't going to last in the majors for a week. And then he'd kind of find something, and then he'd show somebody some great dynamic stuff. Um, I remember a couple summers ago, Josh Bell and Adam Frazier telling me that this was going to be um, Clay Holmes' big year. He, this guy, he's, he just does things that nobody else on our staff can do. And, and you watch him, and, and you'll see it once in a while, and then you'll also see him just elevate these things and just get knocked around. I am just 100% sold on the idea that the Yankees were unduly swayed by two relief performances. But you know what? Hey, good for Ben Charrington. You always want Cashman on speed dial. You always want Cashman on speed dial. And Charrington pulled off what looks to be a good trade. Now, we'll see about that. Both of these prospects, Park and Castillo, are Rule 5 eligible this winter. So they're going to have to show whatever they're going to show in the interim. They're going to have to convince the Pirates that they're worth holding on to on the 40-man roster. But if they are, and all you gave up was a guy who's been in your system for 10 years and isn't going anywhere, meaning, you know, on some great upward incline, then he did really well. And I'm not here to revisit the Frazier trade. I said everything I'm going to say about that, at least for now, on yesterday's episode. But it couldn't be clearer now after this Holmes trade. And then, you know, soon Tyler Anderson will be traded, probably Richard Rodriguez as well, maybe Chris Stratton. You know, uh, a stretched out middle relief guy who's also showing well of late uh, and had not quite like Holmes, but also had a good weekend in San Francisco. Hey, call Cashman about Stratton, right? Uh, it could not be clearer that Charrington is just so 1,000% all in on this process. Uh, I'll respect that even if I didn't like the approach the timing or the execution of the Fraser trade, I do understand very much so what it is that Charrington's trying to achieve in the broader sense. And I'm going to have to trust that he and Steve Sanders and their staff are aware of how many of these guys will be Rule 5 eligible this winter. And the fact that you can't just stack prospects into infinity. 
you've got to have some kind of limit on it or you're just giving up assets now to give away those assets in December or next December. I respect what it is that they're trying to do. I can't say that often enough. Not always going to agree with every decision. But this uh, this one certainly took away some of the... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Some of the, the down vibes that I felt after the Fraser trade yesterday. When we come back, just one question. one question that's always brought to you on this program by the North Shore Tavern directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. If you're headed to the ball game tonight, and it's Pirates versus Brewers, by the way, at 7.05 p.m. at PNC Park, stop in and say hello. They're also open, available, and eager for your business on non-game nights. It's the home of Steak on a Stone. It's the home of the planet's only fully dedicated Pittsburgh Baseball Club sports bar, Wall-to-wall, ceiling-to-floor, Pirates memorabilia. North Shore Tavern. Question comes from Matt, who asks, DK, have you heard either way if Charrington has considered shopping JT Brubaker at all? His stats are great, and he'd actually be more valuable than most of their other chips, given his strikeout and walk ratios. Uh, Yes, he's got many years of control left, but with... Not much coming out about him, I just wonder. Well, Matt, the reason you're not hearing much about Brubakers, no. <laughs> no, they're not trading Brubaker. Um, there actually are some players that they're holding on to. One of the things that that happens when there's something like the Frazier trade, in particular, is that there's a general unsettling uh, of everyone inside the team and outside. It feels like anything is possible, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean, it feels like anyone can go. I mean, if the guy who's leading Major League Baseball in hits can be there one inning and be gone the next, it, it's disruptive. It's, it's disruptive. And again, I'm not just referring to the team. I'm referring to the public. You start thinking anyone can go. It, it's not the case. It's not the case. Brian Reynolds isn't going anywhere. Brian Hayes isn't going anywhere. I don't believe Jacob Stallings is going anywhere. That's not to suggest untouchable this, untouchable that. Executives don't use terms like that. They never say never on any front. No one does that. But there's also different degrees of practicality. These players aren't going anywhere. Brubaker isn't going anywhere. Brubaker profiles is exactly the kind of guy that you'd want to be keeping around. Uh, There aren't many starting pitchers who are young and effective and competitive and smart. And my goodness, does this kid have a head on his shoulders. And you can't be sending those guys out when... They're actually what you need more of. I could see Brubaker. 
regardless of where you stack someone in a rotation, you know how people will say, oh, he looks like a three-starter or a four-starter. Those things mean nothing in baseball. Nothing. There's no depth charts in baseball. If you're one of five starters in a rotation and everyone takes their turn over the course of that summer, everyone's pitching the same amount. You know, there's there's no three-starter or four-starter or anything like that. If Brubaker can be part of that group, moving forward, the group is that much stronger. Think about if Ruanzi Contreras can get a clean bill of health and come up. Same with Miguel Yahure. Ideally, this season, especially in Yahure's case, you're going to see more of the future of this rotation. Mitch Keller, don't forget about him, coming back. Part of the future of this rotation. Going a lot further down, you're looking at all those starters that have everyone excited down in Greensboro, Quinn Priester, and and those guys. You still need to have someone who's there to kind of graft onto. Brubaker has that personality. Brubaker has that makeup. And way more important than either of those things, Brubaker can pitch. I know he's given up a bunch of home runs uh, of late. And I was there in San Francisco watching Lamont Wade Jr. hit the last two of those on really badly located pitches. Brubaker came back with an explanation for how they both happened, but not an excuse. They were mistakes. He said, I failed to execute. There's a maturity to this guy. You want him on your side. He's not getting traded. I, I, I know that's what you're asking. He's not getting traded. Brubaker is not getting traded. Uh, if you really, really want to feel better about that, though, know that Derek Shelton also said over the weekend in San Francisco that Brubaker's innings are being severely curtailed the rest of the way. That is not somebody a contender is going to go get. They're not going to go acquire someone who's going to be held to three innings or four innings down the stretch. They need people who can pitch and get them in right now. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Mm-hmm.